I'm Danette May, and today on Manifestable. Be realistic. People often have high expectations that the holidays will be different this year. This is often not the case, so accept that people will behave as they always do and keep your own expectations in check. Expectations can get us in trouble. Welcome to Manifestable, where you'll receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. Each week, I will bring you epic guests, live coaching, and manifestation tools to remind you of your power. You have the ability to achieve extraordinary things, and the time to start is now. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the holiday series that I'm calling the 12 Days of Holiday Happiness. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be coaching you through a healthier, wealthier, and more positive holiday season. And we all know we could use that, right? We're going to be talking about everything from how to stay on track with your health and fitness goals, dealing with toxic family members, navigating loss and sadness, loneliness, and so much more. We're also going to have a lot of laughs and I'll be bringing on guests to share some crazy experiences they have had around the holiday season. I'm going to be doing giveaways throughout this whole time. (laughs) And these are not just any giveaways. They are what we all need most around the holidays, cash. Yes, I'm giving away cash, $50 Visa gift cards to 12 lucky winners and a grand prize of $500 Visa gift card to one lucky winner. To enter, all you have to do is hit the follow button on the Manifestable podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Usually it's in the upper right-hand corner. You click on the little bars up there and then you'll see the clicks down and you can click follow. And then share about the podcast on Facebook or Instagram and tag me at the Danette May so I can see it. The more you share, the more entries you get. Winners will be announced every week in the show notes when a new episode drops. In fact, why don't you go check right now in the show notes and see who today's winner is. Remember, every time you share counts as an entry, so there are no limits. This is going to be so much fun. But let's get started into today's 12 Days of Holiday Happiness episode. Do you ever feel like you need an extra push to feel inspired or motivated to take on the day? I know I do at times. And are you searching for a sign to nudge you one step closer to achieving your goals? I've decided to do something and I'm doing it absolutely free. All you have to do is text JOY. You're going to text JOY to 720. Grab your pen and paper right now. 720-706-5956. And I'm going to send you free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. We don't have to do this life alone. I want to be there as a support. So just go ahead and simply text JOY to 720-706-5956. And I'm going to be sending you free. It might be an affirmation or encouragement, maybe a meditation, something that will help you start your week in the right foot with a simple message from me. Again, text JOY. And I'm going to give you that number one more time, 720-706-5956 to receive free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. I love you. Welcome to the Manifestable Podcast. I am your host, Danette May, and it is 
Thanksgiving day. And I'm so grateful that you chose to be with me on this holiday. Maybe you're listening to it right after. But for those of you who are joining me on Thanksgiving day, I'm thankful for you. I'm truly am because I put out this episode because I'm thinking of you. I want to serve you. And we're doing the 12 days of holiday coaching with me where we're all gathering together to get through these holidays together to navigate the pressures, the concerns, the traumas, the losses, the navigating the food, the exercises, all together. We're doing this together for 12 days. This is my gift to you. And I so appreciate you tuning in and being a part of this. So this is going to be fun. We're going there over this whole holiday break. You're not going to do it alone. You're going to do it with me and everyone else who's tuning in. So happy Thanksgiving. So I have to tell you today, we're going to be talking about navigating the most toxic family members. Truly, how do you navigate contention, trauma, at the holiday parties or at the family gathering that you just can't get out of. <laughs> there are some funny stories and some of them are very unnerving, but let's just be really real. Some of it can be very hard and it can bring up past emotions. You can be feeling like you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and when you're with family members, that little girl, little boy comes out and you start to remember things that were not so great when you were with those same family members. And some things are really hard to forgive, forget. And here you are sitting at a table saying grace together and not talking about the elephant in the room. And it can be hard. Or you might have a family member who's coming at you or wants to talk politics or who's always kind of trying to stir the pot or pick a fight or ask you really difficult questions or why are you living your life this way and why are you not living your life this way? And all the things that can come up when family gets together in their most dysfunctional ways. <laughs> we have to know most families are dysfunctional in their own beautiful ways and everybody's doing their best. But the big key here is that we know how to navigate our own emotions, that we feel well-equipped to potentially show up. Some of you just should not show up. And I'm just going to speak very boldly. Some of you just should not show up. And then some of you, you know, it's just an inconvenience or an irritant or a trigger every now and again, or past memories get brought up. And I'm going to teach you how to navigate those times. So I have an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> about some of these family times. So this is from Ryan C. He wrote, we went out as a family and cut down a tree. Two days later, our cat started attacking the tree. So this tree is already in the house, you guys. Set up, ready to go. The cat is attacking the tree. We realized it was covered with praying mantis babies. Hundreds to thousands of them. They were all over the house. They dragged the infested tree out of the house and in the middle of the night, a week before Christmas. It was so bad that Ryan still has nightmares about this situation. Can you imagine hundreds to thousands of praying mantises all over your house? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, I have another story that's not awesome, but you know. <laughs> This one is from a former coworker. With Christmas approaching, he was talking to his family and they wanted him to visit for the holiday. He was a bit surprised since they all typically meet up at grandma's. He asked and there was an awkward silence. Apparently grandma died that spring. They didn't tell him because they didn't want to impact his finals. And then I guess they forgot. 
Awkward. Okay, this one's a nightmare. This is a story that makes me cringe. It's kind of anonymous, actually. This is an early childhood memory. She wakes up early Christmas morning, as all children do. They wake up very early and they run. They run downstairs. And this girl did. And she found her parents passed out naked on the living room floor where they apparently had decided to have sex after they all got back from a drunken Christmas Eve at grandma's house. She said she was so horrified, she crept back upstairs to lay awake in bed until she heard noises downstairs. She then went slowly back downstairs and her mother was putting presents under the tree, thankfully by this time in a bathrobe. In a raspy, hungover voice, she told her, go back upstairs. Santa hasn't finished yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so bad. Another one is, he said he forgot about his worst Thanksgiving with his family. He said this was so bad. He said his dad ran over his girlfriend's foot and got arrested the night before Thanksgiving. His mom was not aware that he had a girlfriend and had to bail him out. He was pretty quiet at dinner, and mom kept breaking into tears before calling him a bastard and leaving the table. Then we all got yelled at to clean the kitchen. Good times. <laughs> Thanks for turning in all of your stories, guys. I mean, family, family. But it is Thanksgiving Day, so what I would love for you to do really fast is to really share in your mind or out loud with me, even though I can't hear, something you're really grateful for. Like, what is one thing you're grateful for? Because this is what we do know. What we focus on expands. So if we're focusing on the toxicity of family members or how horrible it is or sadness or whatnot, then you're just going to get more of it. So whatever you're going through, I just invite you to find something to be grateful for. A lot of us live in countries where we have freedoms. A lot of us have food on our tables. That's to be grateful for. A lot of us have a bed to sleep in, a friend to call. So just really reflect on the things you can be grateful for instead of all the things that you're just not super happy about. So now what I want to do, and by the way, at the end of this episode, I'm going to end it with a meditation to help you get grounded. So we're going to do that all together. But the simplest way to deal with a toxic family member during the holidays is to accept that you can't change them. You can limit your exposure. You can also have a contingency plan when they get toxic, and you can set firm boundaries for the time you spend together. So contingency plans, and we can come up with a strategy altogether on this call, but the contingency plans are potentially some alone time, like not staying in the heated conversations when they start to heat up, or maybe they start to banter, or it starts to get a little out of alignment for you. Make sure that you have some time to go be alone. Maybe you have a plan in place that if everybody starts to get heated and really uncomfortable that you just excuse yourself to go to the bathroom and stay in the bathroom, grab your phone, watch a movie in the bathroom and stay in there. Maybe you go for a little walk. You can do a little meditation. There's also a four box breathing exercise. Like if you start to feel the heat and you know you're about ready to say something you will regret, what you can do is you can breathe in for four. We can all do it together. So go ahead and breathe in for four. Hold for four counts. Slowly exhale out for four. 
hold for four. Slowly breathe in for four. Hold for four at the bottom. Slowly exhale out for four. And hold. As you can already tell, you already feel better. This, people in combat use this method to keep their adrenaline down, to stay steady in their minds, to not do something irrational. We should all use this during the holidays for box breathing. Boundaries. Boundaries could be that, hey, I'm going to limit my drinking. I'm not going to get drunk, so I don't say something I will regret, and I don't get into the participation of the contention. It might be that you have a boundary that you talk to them ahead of time, and you say, hey, when we get together, we tend to argue about this, and I want to avoid that, so let's just keep it off the table. So these are ways to set boundaries, but I'm going to share some very specific things you can do. This is really, really powerful, okay? First, you're gonna plan ahead. You're gonna decide the length of your visit. So if someone's like, hey, stay over, stay longer, you know, sometimes things just need to wind down by 10 p.m. because if your family isn't the jolly card-playing family, usually by midnight, everyone's tired, they have a lot of alcohol in them, and that's when things can get a little sideways. So decide the length of your time. Be realistic. People often have high expectations that the holidays will be different this year. This is often not the case. So accept that people will behave as they always do and keep your own expectations in check. Expectations can get us in trouble. Set your limits. Decide ahead of time which toxic behaviors you will address and which ones you will let slide. I suggest letting most of them slide unless they're very, very bad. Because people just have their own way of looking at things. People have their own behaviors and mostly it has nothing to do with you. And it's not worth making a battle out of it. You're going to develop internal boundaries. This means that you're going to develop this resiliency within yourself. You're going to have positive affirmations for yourself. If someone's being hard on you or they're saying not very nice things about you, and that can be really hard and you can start to spiral. You can have these internal affirmations for yourself when it starts to spiral. I am good enough the way I am. I'm trusting in the process of life. I love myself. I know this has nothing to do with me, like saying these internal affirmations. Set ground rules. This is another great one. If you find yourself having conflicts with certain relatives, then reach out beforehand. I mentioned this earlier. Yeah, if someone typically wants to talk about religion or talk about politics, you could just say, hey, I want to have an enjoyable dinner. I want to have an enjoyable time together. Let's just put these topics to the side when we're together because I really love to just hang out with you and get to know you. You're also going to practice setting boundaries. <laughs> so that might be practicing these boundaries with a trusted friend or spouse or therapist. Of If you know that always something comes up, then maybe having a plan in place ahead of time that if it does go that way, you've practiced it, you know how to handle it, you know when to go into the bathroom, you know when to stop having the last drink, you're ready, Okay. So once the family gathering arrives, guys, some of you are listening to this in the morning and it's arriving in a few hours, <laughs> you're going to limit your time with toxic individuals, okay? So you're not going to spend a lot of time. You're going to move around the room or you're going to go for some alone time. Have a friend on hand to call if you need to. That way it's like a buffer. It's like, oh, this person called me. They need me. I need to go and talk with them and then just go for a little walk. I always move my body first thing in the morning when I'm at my 
other people's homes or at my in-laws, not that my in-laws are toxic, but it's still, even if they're not toxic, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot for me to handle. I want to stay grounded within myself. So I will excuse myself and go for a morning walk, go for exercise, get some fresh air, be alone, listen to an inspired podcast like this so that I'm putting myself into a really good grounded space before entering into the chaos. Limit alcohol. I already mentioned it. Not great <laughs> to get yourself intertwined in that. So the other one is, you know, we talked about setting boundaries, deflect. If someone's really going off on a tangent and a lot of times when they're drunk, you can deflect. It's like a kid. It's like squirrel. You talk about something else or you ask them a different question. And sometimes they just start to go on another tangent, go the another direction. You can deflect. It's nice. There is a yes, no, yes method. So this works if like you have a, a relative who likes to argue, who likes to stir the pot. So this method refers to saying something positive, then setting the boundary and then finally saying another positive thing. So it's like, hey, I think you're amazing. I can't wait to hang out with you. I was wondering if we cannot talk about politics when we're together because I'm so excited to talk to you about your job or these other things. And I want to just have a really positive experience with you because you're really fun. Even if you don't really believe that, you're setting it with a positive, you're setting the boundary and then a positive, okay? Use I language. Phrases like, you do this, come across as criticism. Do not do that. No one likes that. You did this. <laughs> you can do stuff like, hey, I have enough self-love and respect. I'm not going to get engaged with this. Hey, I don't have an answer for that. Hey, I'm not going to draw into this. This doesn't feel conducive. I'm walking away. These are I languages versus you pointing your finger at someone. Okay. These are all ways for you to navigate these times. I'm sending you love on this. This is going to be a really powerful, beautiful holiday. You're not alone. Now, if you're alone today, I'm with you right now. Like I truly am. And I'm sending you a big hug and I'm looking in your eyes with my soul and I want you to know that I am thankful that you're tuning in with me right now. And I'm really grateful that you are willing to do a meditation with me right now. So I'm going to take you guys into just a quick grounding meditation, five minutes, because I know you got places to go, things to do, but I want to be there for you. But before we go into the meditation, because I'll probably just end this podcast with this meditation, I do want to let you know about the next episode that is coming out. I'm just going to kind of give you a little hint into what we're doing. But I do want to tell you that in the show notes below, I do have an episode. It's episode 12. So it was one of the first ones I did. And a lot of people loved it. And it was around how to avoid stress and triggers with family. So you might really want to listen to that episode, especially if you are dealing with that. So I'll put it in the show notes below. So you can just click on it or go to episode 12. And it's how to avoid stress and triggers with family because no one can control the way you feel. And the only power you have is how you react. That's the only power you have. And really when people are acting a certain way, it has nothing to do with you. It's none of your business, what they think of you, how they behave. Just control your side of the street. That's you. That's all you have control over. You don't want to get entangled. And a lot of times when you are not willing to entangle with somebody who's coming at you, they can't fight someone who's not willing to fight back. So it just starts to diffuse. They sometimes get a little heated, a little hotter, a little more aggressive if you just stay neutral because they're like trying to 
find one way to hook you. If you stay neutral, you stay grounded and you're not hookable, they have nothing to fight you on. That's where your real power lies is when no one can hook into you. And trust me, people try. A lot of us have our woundings. And when we have our woundings, we attract other people to have the opposite of wound of what our wounding is. And trust me, everyone has wounding, even you, even you fancy pants who thinks you're <laughs> got done all the meditations. I am one of them. I'm, I want to just say we're all in it together. We all have different triggers, different woundings. But if we can stay grounded and choose to be grounded, and not be reactive to statements, behaviors, energies in the room, no one can hook into it and they'll try. But if you, the longer you stay, it diffuses. They'll have to go to somebody else who's going to energetically let them hook into them. So another thing I do, this is a little bonus right now. It just came to me. I just want to tell you that you can do an energetic clearing on yourself before you walk into anyone's home or before you let anyone walk into your home. So I like to put an imaginary bubble around my body. Now I will close my eyes. We're going to do it together. Let's just do it together. Okay. We're going to bubble ourselves up. You can bubble your home. You can bubble you. You can bubble your family. That's what we're going to do. Okay. So go ahead and just close your eyes. Turn off your phone. Turn off any distractions. Lock the door if you need to. If you're walking, it's totally fine. You can do this while you're walking out by yourself in nature. The the big point here is just to be present to what I'm telling you. So just take a couple deep breaths in. Just notice the breath going into your belly, filling up your belly, and then slowly fill your breath, starting to exhale out. Beautiful. Let's do that one more time, taking our breath in. And then slowly exhale out. Beautiful. I want you to notice the space where your heart resides in your body. Notice the chest and be aware of that energy in the chest. Beautiful. Now I want you to think of one to two things you're grateful for. It might be your pet, might be food that you have or the clothes you're wearing, just try to get into a space of really being grateful for the clothes or the food or the animal or something that's easy to love in your life or be grateful for. Good. And as you think of that, I want you to send it out of your heart and see it kind of like confetti falling all around your body. Beautiful. And as you're thinking of this thing that you're grateful for and you've kind of brought it up and around your body, it's kind of like confetti or it could be like a golden light all around your body. I want you to now imagine like a golden light or like a platinum. Platinum is one of the strongest metals and just see it kind of going around your body doesn't have to be perfect. Your imagination doesn't have to be perfect. Just imagine and tell yourself I'm putting a golden light or a platinum or gold bubble around my body. And inside this bubble resides me, resides my heart. I'm going to just solidify it with some love language for a moment. So go ahead and repeat out loud or in your mind with me. I am grounded. 
I am love. I am peaceful. I am choosing me. I am worthy. I am enough. I am in my safe energetic bubble. And as I'm in my safe energetic bubble, nobody's energy can come in that isn't of the highest love frequency. And this beautiful bubble around me, I can release all the love out to anyone who comes in my sphere. So I can give out love. I can share love out through my bubble, but nothing but of the highest love can come in through my bubble. I am protected. I am sovereign. I trust in the process of life. Taking a big deep breath in. Trusting in all of this and then slowly exhaling out. Go ahead and open your eyes and come back. You can do this at any time to feel grounded, to feel peace. Wrapping you up in so much love. And until next time, the next episode is very soon and it's going to be a full moon episode. Full moon is on November 27th, but the full moon energy lasts two days to that and two days after. So the next episode is November 28th. So we'll be in the full moon energy. And full moons are an opportunity. This is not just woo. This has been passed on historically from many, many tribes many, many groups of people around the globe who talk about how the power of the moon, and they do ceremony on the new moon and the full moon, and the full moon is about releasing what no longer serves you so that you can claim who you are. And so on this next episode, I'm going to teach you about how to create a moon ritual that's not going to compete with any of your religious beliefs, but the moon, when you go into your own little ritual or ceremony or just time with self and your higher power of whatever you believe in, you do increase your manifestation abilities. So I'm going to show you what that means for you and how to harness that energy. And we're going to do a full moon meditation. Now, if you want to drink cacao, I like drinking cacao. Cacao is obviously something that the Mayans, the Aztecas, the Incas all did during full moon and new moon to really tap into their heart space because cacao contains anandamide. So you can drop in deeper into meditation when you drink cacao. I'm going to put cacao link in the show notes. You guys can get cacao if you don't already have it, but if you do already have it, you can make it and be ready for this full moon meditation that we'll do together, as well as really teaching you how to set yourself up for success around a full moon. That'll be really, really powerful. So the next episode is going to be really special because we're going to be in the full moon energy together. So cool in November. I am wrapping you up in so much love. I'll see you on the next episode. I'm so grateful to have you be a part of this 12 days of the holidays for more peace, more prosperity, more love, more groundedness, 
this is our time. This is the best way to end the year. And I'm doing it with you. And I'm so grateful you're doing it with me. Invite your friends to these episodes, you guys. Let them know about it. Everybody deserves to feel peace during this time, especially not feeling alone. So please share this episode out. You can share just clicking that upper right-hand corner. Click that share button. Also make sure you're following the episode so you don't miss these episodes because you might just get really busy and then forget that we're doing full moon together. (laughs) So click that follow button. I'm in the upper right-hand corner, wherever you're listening. And also click that share button so that it shares out onto your social pages so that your friends and your families know about these free episodes. Wrapping you up in so much love and I will see you on the next episode. We are officially in the winter season, my friends, which in my house means the fireplace is roaring, cozy socks on, and we are drinking lots and lots of Earth Echo Cacao Bliss. I don't know about you, but I have a sweet tooth, but cannot stand all the artificial sweeteners, white sugars, and additives that you find in most hot chocolate. So after spending years researching cacao with indigenous tribes in South and Central America, I created the perfect chocolatey drink that not only tastes amazing, kids love it too, but it is so healthy and jam-packed with 10 different superfoods. My favorite way to drink Cacao Bliss is I just heat up about eight ounces of water. While it's heating up, I get my favorite mug and a hefty scoop of Cacao Bliss into my mug and pour the hot water over it. Sometimes I like to put a little bit of nut milk in there to make it a little extra creamy. That's how my daughter likes it. I use a lot of nut milk for her and maybe a little good keeping of healthy whipped cream. Then I use my Earth Echo hand frothered and I mix it all together. It is the most delicious chocolatey treat and it gives me so much energy. There is no jitters and there's no sugar crash and it's only good for you. And I have to tell you, For a limited time only, if you go to earthechofoods.com and grab yourself a bag or two of Cacao Bliss by using the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout, you are going to get 15% off. Like you are going to love this thing. My husband puts it in his coffee every single morning. He makes like a mocha lotka latte in the morning using it. Okay, Let me just tell you this again. Go to earthechofoods.com and use the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout and you're going to get 15% off your order. This is just for Manifestable podcast listeners. Go get this offer while you can. Now let's get back to the show.